construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. All right, well, golfers, welcome to another episode of the Flagstick Podcast, uh, presented this week by a new sponsor, the Canadian Pro Shop Online, with amazing prices on all the latest brand name golf equipment, all in one convenient location online. It's never been easier to upgrade your game, whether it's drivers, irons, putters, or whatever your golf game needs, the Canadian Pro Shop Online has the best gear to help you play your best golf. Shop online today at canadianproshoponline.com. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'm Jeff Botter. This guy's Scott McLeod. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah, it has been a little bit. Um, hours. Oh, before we before we get going here, let's Ooh. just remember yeah. that uh, you need to follow us on all the social media networks: Instagram, X, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We do encourage you to subscribe to that YouTube channel. Like us and click the notification bell. And make sure that you never miss a single episode, because um, uh, we do appreciate that. All yes. right. And just uh, remember, Google Podcasts is going away next year. Yes. It'll be replaced by YouTube uh, music, I guess. So anyway, so subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll you'll get us there. Yeah, it'd be kind of like a, a one-click option. Let's subscribe so. to the YouTube channel. Listen, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're getting there. We're we're, we're getting close. It's it is it's hard. Like we don't like it, it'd be great to have 10 or 15 or 20,000 subscribers. That'd be awesome. Hey, but you got to uh, start someplace. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we do need to start someplace, and we have, but we're yeah. getting there. We're close. I yeah. know we're very close. It's kind of like a target number we've been trying to get to, and we're we're working. Uh, yeah, we've got the shows on there, and then we're just trying to work on more content to come there. Hopefully, yeah. capturing obviously captured a lot of stuff yesterday. Well, yes, we'll, yesterday we'll get to, which will work into some finished content at some point, and then uh, yeah, working on some other content capture later this week too. So. Yeah, lots going on. Yes, indeed. Well, you know what? Um, with all that lots going on, yes, I think maybe we should just uh, get right into the front nine. Sounds good. And uh, get this party started, if you yeah. will. The front nine, obviously, is presented by Metcalf Golf Club, natural setting, a pleasant challenge. Uh, golf season's winding down a bit, but there's still a ton of golf left to play. Uh, get your memberships for next year. Very important. Uh, buy the game packs. You can still get the game packs and get ready to hit the first tee for some cool fall golf. Visit MetcalfGolf.com to shop now. Mm-hmm. Front nine. Um, <laughs> I guess <laughs> let's get some uh, some newsy, newsy yeah, stuff of out of the way items. there. Sure. You know, there's not a lot in there because there are some st- other things that we want to talk about. But uh, yeah. Um, I guess the first thing would be uh, congratulations to uh, Tyler Rouse of Dunrobin uh, of the Carlton Ravens uh, yeah. on winning the Waterloo Laurier Invitational. Shot seven and also, for 36 holes. That's great. Nice, that is great. great. And also to Christy Godkin uh, of Orleans, who recently won the McMaster Invitational. Yeah, that was her first OUA uh, win. Helped her, helped her team have some success there. She plays at uh, Laurier. So uh, good to see. So, now, I also understand, too, that uh, I know this isn't sort of on our list of things to mention, but we'll mention it anyway. Yesterday, when we happened to be at the Highlands Golf Club, which we'll get into talking about shortly, the uh, city high school championships were going on at the same time. And some yeah. uh, turns out that uh, the Ibbett brothers, who happened to be part of the mm. uh, St. Peter's uh, High School, yeah, um, won the city golf high school golf championships by i believe it was by 13 shots yeah i didn't see the final total on that but uh yeah so good on them we were uh, ex- talked to the organizers there yesterday so we're expecting to get all the full results coming in and again you know it's, it's great actually I also uh talked to another one of the coaches a listener to the show uh thomas westfall and uh talked yes. to him about their uh <laughs> the program that uh, he helps run, which is uh, one of the last sort of sports specific golf programs left in the national capital region. And uh, we're hoping to catch up with him soon and talk a little bit about that Um, very unique program. And yeah, you know, even that, uh, I mean, high school golf is, you know, obviously crosses over to junior golf doesn't really get a lot of attention because it's sort of a, you know, kind of a two tournament sort of thing. And often in most cases for a lot of the high schools in in all the areas in Eastern Ontario, you know, until they move on to, to offset as far as Ontario, 
but certainly, you know, if people have, you know, results and some stories and things out of that, just, just reach out. It's more content and we're happy to provide some coverage for that as well. There you go. All right. Well, the little bit of news that we wanted to bring to you, uh, obviously tons more news on flagstick.com if you want to get yeah. over there anyway, but uh, we have some stuff we want to talk about this week on the podcast. So some stuff we want to talk about, uh, some bragging. Um, oh, geez. <laughs> do you want to talk about the Ryder Cup first? Or do you want to talk about the other thing? How about we make quick mes- message uh, a mention of the Bissinger Memorial Cup? Oh, that that's true too. Yes. Monday, Sorry. Uh, at Rivermead, the uh, PGA of Ottawa seniors beat out the team from the PGA of Quebec by 10 to 8. Uh, that's the 19th edition of that championship. So, congratulations to all the team members there. It's cup season, man. It is. We, we talked about it last favorite. week. Solheim Cup, O'Brien Cup, Gordon yeah. Cup. Almost, almost back to normal for sleep wise, but we'll we'll get there. So at least all of these cups are not happening. <laughs> well, maybe I might get back to normal for sleep, but then you're bugging out again. So yeah, I'm on a plane tomorrow. So yeah, <laughs> I am not on a plane tomorrow. Yeah, I'm right here, grounded and ready to go. Probably in a <laughs> rink, but not on a plane. Well, that's okay. I'll 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 take one for the team. Okay, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, you know what? We may as well uh, let's clear out uh, what we were involved in, and then we can run into the Ryder Cup. How's okay. That? Well, so, what we're involved in is right behind me here. Is a, yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah. you're watching on YouTube uh, on our, uh, the video version of the a podcast, large you, metallic chalice. Yeah, <laughs> very large, very heavy metallic chalice. That I I believe my team's name is now going to be on for the uh, eighth time yes. and the yeah. uh, second time. Uh, in a row, uh, mm-hmm. we are uh, we were defending champions, and we are now defending to vending champions. Yes. Yeah, so this is the uh, for people that don't know and can't read the trophy from here. This is the ping. I can bring it cup. closer if you like. No, no, no. It's you good. Sure? You can just leave it back there. It can. Is it about to fall off? No, no, it's there? not okay. falling. It's right. well, it's sturdy and in great shape, polished, shiny. It looks wonderful. Sat in my office nicely uh, for a little bit there during uh, COVID, but that was about it. That was about the only way I could win it. Um, See, that's the only way you could have it for two years in a row. Yeah, exactly. So it's the uh, PGA Challenge Cup, which is basically a Ryder Cup style event, end of the year event in the PGA Ottawa. Uh, basically a reward for those who play the flagstick.com PGA of Ottawa tour. Uh, you know, they make the teams from the assistant pros and the head pro teams. Uh, as we mentioned before on the show, obviously we have seniors and, and uh, women golfers as well, which we'll, we'll get to as far as watching some of that yesterday. Um, yeah. But yes, I have to default to Jeff and the fact that uh, his team, the head professional team, successfully defended the title and it, it it was closer than than last year by far i mean last year was a drubbing uh of uh 16 to 8 but this year actually came down to uh you know kind of to the end it did it was it was that was the exciting part about it i mean and and, and i've said that about even with the solheim cup when we talked about that in the Ryder cup um although in this one if you ask me who i wanted to win i mean obviously i wanted my uh, HPs to to win, but we also wanted everything to be to be to matter rate right, as, as close to the end as possible. And it can't yeah. always work out that the last no. match is the deciding match. And in this case, it wasn't the last match that was deciding match, but it was it was way back in the group um, yeah. where it ended up coming down to a half a hole um, and and some pots and and that's that's what makes it exciting. But uh, yeah, thirteen to eleven. Yeah. Uh, close um you know as uh, if anybody's been over to flagstick.com and read already the story that's there um the we came out we jumped out really quick um uh, the hps jumped out really quick in the morning in the the Five early morning nine we, the first nine hole uh, well, we took, were playing the part of the u.s yeah. <laughs> we, we took five out of six points yeah. uh got that big lead um and then in the in the second nine, which is the uh, the Chapman uh, style alternate shot style uh, that we play, uh, the assistant pros you know came back strong. It was three and a half, two and a half in those in the second nine hole part of the the matches, and that kind of drew everything together again. But at the end of the at the end of it, it came down mm-hmm. to um, that opening nine that went, that ended yep. up being the big difference. Is that yeah, big was- lead? Gave us a, enough that we that almost split. It was almost a split uh, of the singles, six and a half, yeah. five and a half. Yeah. And that was that early morning 
Yeah, we. Nine I mean, the difference, right? Our our team ended up losing those uh, or winning those last two sessions, but yes. you know, it was the it was that loss at the first, and you know, everybody talks about it when they're out there. How important every single putt, every single hole. Um, you know, players are there to have a good time. It was a very social event, which is great for us because it's a chance to see, uh, you know, a lot of the members of PGA of Ottawa. They're busy during the year as well. Um, you know, I get to see them maybe at a few more, you know, events being a PGA member and so forth, but a nice to connect with these people. And, and, and it wasn't just about the golf I was able to, you know, chat about business, chat about how the year was, you know, yeah. plans for next year, all that sort of thing. But, um, you know, there's some outstanding play. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll have some further video, uh, you know, that's evidence to, yeah. to kind of what's happening to see a little bit on our social, uh, but you'll see that, you know, man, there, there's some fine players. We had a couple of players had to drop out due to injury, sickness and so forth. Uh, had a couple of substitutions in there but um, going out and watching and I, I would say you know and, and you can mention kind of you, who you like to see and, and who you wanted to see and and what you were impressed by but uh, you know Dan McNeely obviously continues to be a fabulous mm -hmm. player I posted a, a shot of his tee shot and uh, you know Roger Beal you know, fantastic player that he was against, you know, former World Cup player, zone champion, so forth. But, you know, he had his hands full with, oh, with Dan time. in the singles. Uh, but probably watching uh, the match with Sarah Landry and Tara yeah. McEnroy, yeah. that watching those two play, uh, they yeah. opened eyes to uh, players they were playing with, other players that watched the two play. Um, you know, I've seen them both play a lot over the years. Well, Sarah, not as much. Obviously, I saw her play last year. I've seen Tara play since she was in junior golf. Um, but just to see them, you know, step out of the shop and hit the ball as solidly as they do, that oh, was, yeah. that was, yeah. That was some impressive you... golf. It, it was, I mean, coming down to the singles match with the two of them was, was, was exciting to watch too. But the, the, the morning session where they were teamed up and uh, Tara was teamed up with uh, James Spernick. Yep. And um, and uh, Sarah, Sarah was teamed was... up with uh, Dennis Girard. Yeah. Um, and that match, that was a great match. Because yeah. it was like, I mean, I think at one point Tara turned and said, I don't know what we're supposed to do. We're, we, we, we're yeah, they were too great. under. We're hitting the ball yeah, well. We're were... too under. And we're yeah. losing. Like, we can't yeah. gain any ground here. And they're playing yeah. like it was just two groups, uh, two, uh, like uh, two partners playing extremely well. Hitting good shots, making putts, and it and it and it's just not enough. No, and that's that was exciting. And then watching their singles match too was uh, uh, was uh, exciting as well. Um, uh, Tara hung in like Sarah was playing really really good golf, yeah, and she was hitting the ball pure off the tee, especially. And Tara was grinding, and she was like some of the stuff, punching it out of trees, chipping it on, making the par. And then, you know, having a hole, like it was, uh, that was exciting. Some exciting golf. It was exciting all around, but that, that sort of match. It was exciting, kinda, Jeff. <laughs> it was, it was. Well, you get me, see, see, I was wound up yesterday and I kind of uh, came down a little bit. Now I'm wound back up again. Uh, you know what? Here's the, here's the fun part. I mean, we get to go out there as captains um, and, you know, you're there to kind of encourage your team and check in on scores and they want updates and so forth. That's part of it. But you know, part of it as well is, is, you know, us sneaking over to a few holes to watch certain shots and certain, mm -hmm. you know, we want to see how players play we're certain stealth. plays. And, we're yeah, stealth. They're yeah, hiding yeah. in the trees, hiding behind exactly. the bushes, watching it. Yeah. Sneak over here, sneak over, over there and, and just see how the, you know, the players make out. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Great event. Uh, thanks to Andre uh, and Pink Canada for obviously, you know, you know, continuing to support the event and, and, and doing what they do. Uh, our executive director for the PGA, Caroline Baxter, I'm sure she was wishing us well from Italy, <laughs> but uh, you know, normally there or whatever, but uh, you know, thanks to everybody to organizing it. And, and uh, you know, Sean Badfield, you know, as a representative of the board, obviously was, uh, you know, gracious and, and thanking us for the support as well. And, uh, you know, it's an event we're happy to be involved in and, and uh, you know, enjoy being part of uh, every year. I hated the fact that I missed it last year. So I yes, sequestered yeah. myself for a week leading into it to make sure that, <laughs> yeah. that I did, that I was healthy and that everyone around, I wasn't uh, exposed to anybody else around me. So I no. made sure I was there this year, but uh, no, it, it was a lot of fun. For sure. I look forward to it every year and I'm yep. look forward to uh, bringing the trophy back to uh, wherever we happen to be hosted next yep. year and yep. uh, giving it a go for a three-peat.
So we're down eight five. Eight five, yeah. Eight five all time now. So uh yeah, we've got some work to do, that's for sure. So you do you do indeed I, have I, a little think, bit of work to do. I think we're gonna have to send out a memo to the team. We're gonna have a task force. Uh you know, yeah, two I, days, I think I would because that's two you know, days start to schedule. Two in a that. row and you don't wanna have yeah, you don't want to get to a stretch of too many like blow it that. Up. And blow it up. I think I would look at look at a new a new uh, way of doing this. And, <laughs> no, I think I think the captaining is okay. I mean, he maybe he needs to do a little bit better job on his pairings, but mm. um, you know, Fair. I'm not sure. I gotta, Scott. I'm gonna apologize. I have to adjust the lighting in here because there's a bit of a glare coming off of, of the trophy off the one side there. So okay. it's okay it's because there's something just, large and shiny. Just, just keep going behind me. Uh, are you sure that's just not your head? No. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of blowing it up and uh, overreactions. <laughs> oh, my God. There's our transition. That's a good um, transition. Obviously lost a lot of sleep this last weekend, like the rest of the world watching the Ryder Cup, which mm -hmm. is you know always fun. We had lots of takes going into it. Unanalysis, as uh, I, I labeled it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't want to beat this thing to death, but uh, yes, you know, we let's, do. let's just talk about. Let's know, beat it to death. Some are basic takeaways from uh, the weekend from the Ryder Cup at uh, Marco Simoni in Italy, uh, where the Europeans succeeded. Uh, thoughts uh, to wrap it up for that. Well, you know, I mean, we talked about this a little bit as we were driving around in the cart during the uh, the uh, Ping Challenge Cup. Yeah. Um, it maybe and maybe I underthink these things a little bit, but uh, there's two two schools of thought. Some would believe that the American, the players on the American side should have gone over to um, Europe and played in mm -hmm. maybe played in the BMW yeah. championship uh, under the, because uh, under the those Italian conditions the because, or the Italian open um, yeah. and uh, played, you know, a little bit more leading up to it, as opposed mm -hmm. to a good chunk of them took four or five weeks off. Yep. leading into the Ryder Cup to rest up. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure that you want to take that much time off and rest up and then think you can go to the driving range and hit some balls and play a few rounds of golf well, and, and be sharp. I'm, I don't think they were I don't think they were sitting around at home barbecuing and putting their fingers in No, but it wasn't the, the it's pool, competition, so. right? I mean right. it's yes. it's it's, yeah. it's that that saying. energy that comes from the grind. I mean, I'll give you Kate, you know, my perfect perfect example to me is uh, is uh, um Roy McIlroy Mm -hmm. uh playing it was at the bmw right right yeah. and and he 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 was grinding yeah a tournament two weeks before two weeks might have been yeah. three might have been three. um before the Ryder cup he's grinding to make the cut mm -hmm. then grinding to get into contention and mm -hmm. gets into contention on sunday mm -hmm. i would think that that is the mindset that you want to have going into a big event like the Ryder cup now i'm not saying you have to play three weeks, four rounds, uh, like four tournament yeah, rounds yeah, of golf leading into yeah. it. You need a bit of a break. I'm not even saying that you want to play the week before. Um, that you might want to, you know, take the week off, maybe go over to uh, to uh, Italy and, and get acclimatized and settled. I mean, I realize jet lag probably didn't have anything to do with no, it. There were no, some no. American players feeling under the weather. For example, Ricky Fowler was not well, apparently. apparently. Um, but at the end of the day, to me, when it comes to these things, I hear all this talk about, you know, we joke about think tanks and task forces and all this crap. Yeah. At the end of the day, even if it's a team game, even if you've got two players playing in a best ball, where all four uh, players in the group are playing their own ball, they're putting, you know, it, it's two guy, two people playing. You have to play well. Who you're partnered with, Maybe makes a little bit of a difference here and there, but at the end of the day, it's golf. You're professional golfers. Right. You're going out and playing this golf course, and you want to score as low as possible, as hit, if it was a singles match. Hit quality shots. Yeah, and and when That's it comes it. right down to it, the American team did not hit quality shots on a consistent basis yeah. in those early matches. Now they did much better in the singles. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure. Now, whether it's because they just figured it out or whether they were trying too hard to do things as teammates in the individual stuff, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody does. But I don't really. think that there's any think tanks or task forces no. or or committees that you can set up that's no. going to improve. 
you know, the way it is. I also don't think that it's a, an Americans are selfish and out for themselves thing and the room was divided and all this stuff. Oh, there yeah. could be okay. some truth to that. Um, but do you do you stop trying because of that? No, I don't, I don't think so. And I, I think, unfortunately, you know, uh, I think a lot of the cases when they talk about, you know, task forces and, and things like that, that's all to, a lot of that's for show. Yeah. It's to make it look like they're actually, they're doing something because otherwise they'll be criticized for, well, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing to get better? Well, what, they blew out the Europeans two years ago, did they not? Well, yeah, exactly. So what was the recipe? I mean, it, do, yeah. you got to go look at the recipe. What did we do two years ago yeah. versus what did we do here? You, you played, played better. better. Yeah, You played better than the yeah. Europeans, and the Europeans yeah. maybe didn't have their A game for that week. Yeah. Was it because they they were on home soil as opposed to in, in Italy? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they didn't I, I mean, prepare. The maybe the reason they don't play well as well when they go overseas on foreign soil, yeah. foreign soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah to play is because they don't prepare properly get over there ahead of time and acclimatize themselves to to everything over there to make it feel like they're actually over there for a while yeah. uh, maybe that's part of it you i know, don't know it never I, never I, hurt them before I, I don't think there's a i don't think there's a magic bullet in this situation i, I don't think there's one thing so that you can pin it down to there's always a combination it's no different i mean watch every single week on the pga tour you know players will miss cuts one week uh the next week they could win the tournament i mean that's just the way it goes mm -hmm. i mean you can wake up and you feel like crap i, I mean <laughs> and that point could make a difference if that player i mean there's so many things it's a myriad that you know trying to think that you have the solution i think is just a fool's errand of trying to go and, and think you have that here's the thing win lose retain there, those are three options that can happen out of this you know grades of that certainly could happen i mean obviously if it's a massive blow up but did you see europe all of a sudden panicking after whistling straights and going oh boy we, we got to blow things up and we have to do this and we have to no. do, I didn't hear any talk about that at all. No. And I mean, the fact that, you know, the fact that the fact that letting something like um, tweets, whether they're factual, erroneous or otherwise by a journalist and the hat thing come into play, like how fragile are things if you're dealing with that and you're not just focused on the game that, I mean, that shouldn't even, that shouldn't even play a part. It, no. it, that that should have you know every single player should have acted like it doesn't happen i mean i can tell you like some of the best athletes i know in the world they turn off their social media you know they make sure mm -hmm. other people around them don't do stuff i have one player that i know who says you know i have other people to worry about that stuff for me i don't have to think about that when it comes to certain things take care of what you have to but again you know there's no magic bullet no really. i will say this from a from a strategic standpoint, yeah. Um, statistically, mm -hmm. if you were to look at both sides, and this is where statistics might play a factor, in particular in the course setup. Statistically, the players on the American team compared to the players on the European team, statistically, were are, were not the greatest drivers of the golf ball. Yeah, their driving sure. accuracy yeah. was yeah. very low in comparison yeah. to the European players. So, to set the course up with ridiculous rough. And mm -hmm. and we're we're talking like major champion U.S. Open major championship kind of yeah. kind of crazy friggin' rough to set it up. You're you're potentially penalizing your own team, mm -hmm. but you're playing to their strengths, which was was driving accuracy. You're playing to the Americans' weakness, which is driving accuracy. Now in the four ball and the and the uh, foursomes, that would definitely play a factor because. Right. You have two guys in the fairway with two shots at the green with two potential birdie putts to make one. Mm -hmm. And on the American side, you potentially have one guy who's in his in his pocket and one guy in the fairway. So you've only got one shot at every hole for a birdie. So and and I think that that did play a major factor on day one yeah. uh, was that because when I watched the Americans were spending an awful lot of time in the rough. Yeah. So so strategically. On statistics, that was a good move by Luke Donald and the European team to set the course up that way. Like I said, again, if the Europeans had had a bad driving week and missed a lot of fairways, it could have <clears> went hurt against them, them yeah. which yeah. is why I think when you look at the singles matches, mm -hmm. that it started to balance itself out because now you don't have a teammate to bail you out. 
Yeah. You got if you hit it in the rough, you're in trouble. The guy you're playing with is in the fairway. He's got the advantage. So I think that's where the singles matches ba- ba- balanced out. But by that time, by the time they got to the singles matches, yeah, it was such an insurmountable lead that it would have taken a miracle beyond Brookline yeah. to, uh, to to fix it. it. Yeah, I mean, the the Europeans, especially the top Europeans, you know, there's a lot of strokes gained, uh, especially tee to green. They're fantastic as far as that, gaining a lot of strokes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, John Rahm didn't putt that great. Statistically, he lost strokes gained during, during the tournament, but other players made a lot of putts. And I yeah. mean, that's one thing that I saw happening a fair bit was just a lot of putts. And again, that comes down to the skill, just hitting the shots in the situation. I mean, players that stepped up, you know, Justin Rose obviously stepped up. Oh, big time. Wood was uh, was putting well. Um, you know, Hovland, you know, incredible for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homa for the U.S. I mean, Homa was yeah. stellar. Um, did it look like some of the other guys really wanted to be there and 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 grind it out? Not sure on Shoffley. Um, you know, uh, he looked a little flat. Um, but you know, Morikawa was struggling off the tee, as you yeah. said. Thomas um, and Spieth were not the the, the dynamic duo that uh, that they can be yeah. and but maybe they, that's they, because thomas was not you know where he should have been going into it um yeah, i mean but yeah he wasn't I mean, terrible on sunday no no he certainly showed some spark and stuff but um but you know what they got themselves in a hole early uh mm-hmm. you know didn't come out of the gates as fast as they needed to yeah um i, I think they're maybe just kind of sitting back a little bit and let's see how this goes uh as opposed to you know and again i go back to the underdog even though the European team is a great team and maybe they have the, uh, you know, I heard someone mention it yesterday, going out with the mentality that you've got nothing to lose as opposed to I've got everything to lose, right? I've got everything to gain. Mm-hmm. That's how Europe sort of, you know, it seems that their attitude is that, you know what, we got everything to gain. We're not expected, right? Whereas yeah. the US is like, oh, you know what, if we don't win this, you know, we're, we're, we're the bad guys and, and we're going to get eaten alive and whatever we're expected to win it. Well, they shouldn't have that. They had no. need to go into that hungry mentality kind of right from the start that, Hey, you know what? we got nothing to lose. Just let's just go all out, not play scared, not try to steer balls into the fairways. Let's just go for it and, and see how, uh, see how it plays out. Well, I mean, obviously easier said than done for the Americans for, and yeah. uh, you know, we'll, it's we'll find uh, out what's going to happen in Beth page. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Yeah, well, it's, driving accuracy is a problem at uh, at Marco Simone. I'm not too sure the Beth Page Black. They might want to widen the fairways for the well, Americans. They get, to and, set it, they get to set it up. Know, so maybe yeah. cut all the rough down a wall to wall fairway and make it make yeah. it a uh, make it a, an iron a, an iron game yeah. event. But um, we'll yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing. I know we got to get out for a break soon here, but. Sure. Um, the whole issue with uh, with um, uh, Joe DeCalva and the oh, whole hat thing, yeah, 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 yeah. it's it doesn't need to. Rory was right; it shouldn't ever happen. It was, it was to me, it was above. It was, it was crossed the line. I think Joe realized that after after the fact. I think he oh, probably sure. realized that probably as he was going on, he probably realized he's just a very emotional guy. It mm-hmm. happened. It yeah. shouldn't have happened. Um, and you know, it, it's uh, it ends up being what you talk about, and and, Unfortunately. It, and and it shouldn't it shouldn't be. I'm not saying that you know that the, I'm not buying into the whole. You know, he's just a caddy. He shouldn't even be forefront. I mean, the caddies are as much a part of that event as the players. Not. They should be in behind. They shouldn't be in the spotlight. They should be just doing their job and yeah. and helping their player. And when it comes to the emotional side, they're the ones that are supposed to keep their emotions in check for their player, yeah, yeah. And, and not let that get away from them. And you know, he let you it get away from inter- them. And- you shouldn't be interfering with play. Oh in gosh, any no. possible way. That's right. You no. can be excited. Just do that on the side. And I'm sure he had. You know, I'm sure he had regrets as far as that was concerned. But you're right. Um, it shouldn't. In the end, it, it's unfortunate that. That is what people jump onto, and mm-hmm. I, and I hated the fact that all of a sudden, you know, people were talking about the night before. All they were talking about was Cantley and the hat, and all this rumor from the tweet and and the lacab. And I'm like, really? Why don't we talk about the golf and the fact that the U.S. need to come back here? This is this is what's important. And people were jumping onto the salacious crap mm-hmm. that wasn't really necessary. And but it's that's not the important. that's for the media. 
but that's but it's know, not just the media that's the public going that's the it social. is the public but the media could have the media could have just shut shut it down they didn't need to continue i mean it's all i heard on the golf channel after the after yeah, the well, matches was all i heard yeah. for you know and then when you turn on sports yeah. center and you watch the Ryder cup highlights the 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 lead was the whole yeah true okay, thing is like it. it's like so yeah. if you don't lead with it if you don't talk yeah. about it and you push yeah. it aside and talk about the golf then it then it diffuses it pretty quickly but you just yeah. keep fueling the fire just could be pouring lighter fluid on it eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. you know runs out of something to burn click 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 anyway click, click, click. All, right. all right cool but dude. it was good um yeah. as always great Ryder Cup um exciting golf despite the the final standings or whatever it was exciting to watch I'm glad that I got no sleep for four days three days and and uh you know it was great to watch the solheim cup the week before it was outstanding to be part of the ping challenge cup uh this week and happy to happy to have the shiny shiny cup mm-hmm. behind me there for another year and uh you know we move <laughs> on from there we move yeah, on we and do. as we move on we got to take a break um yeah, let's do that when we come back we're going to talk fall golf, which yep. we wanted to do last episode, but we had so many other things going on. But this episode, we're going to be talking fall golf. So stay with us. You're listening to the Flagstick Podcast with Jeff Botter and Scott McLeod. We will be right back. The Canadian Pro Shop Online has all the best gear for Canadian golfers. Amazing prices on all the top brands in one place. The latest drivers, irons, putters, and more. The Canadian Pro Shop Online is the best gear to help you play your best golf. Shop online today at CanadianProShopOnline.com. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Flagstick Podcast. I am Jeff Botter. This guy here is Scott McLeod. Um, we are going to talk a little fall golf here on the back nine of the Flagstick Podcast, presented by Castleview Golf Club, only a short 25-minute drive from Ottawa. This 18-hole layout is renowned for its superb conditions and unsurpassed service, making it a must-play in the National Capital Region. 5, 10, and 20 game packs are available. Visit castleview.com for more information. All right, Scotty Mac, let's get talking a little fall golf. Now that you've hit the record button. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I think I hit a record. Yeah, okay. We're good. I, I think so. I, and now I should say, I have, you know, we've never done that. No. But I have been on a podcast, the previous podcast that I used to do. There was definitely a technical glitch one time where a whole segment was not a technical glitch or somebody's finger didn't click. wasn't was not me. Um, and it, it's the worst because you go back and you try Are you throwing it. somebody under the bus right no, now. No, 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 not at okay, all. Okay. All but right. Yeah. It, it's just a case of when you're trying to do an interview with somebody mm-hmm. and you, I'll, I'll say it's happened to me in other segments of recording stuff in the past or whatever. You can't replicate the first take. You can't replicate that first no. discussion and then get the same energy. And then when you try to go back and re-record it, it does, it just doesn't work. So anyways. Oh, you know, I mean, I remember doing that. I used to, used to do all the recording for um, recording Kevin's tips. Oh yeah. Uh, for, uh, for the previous podcast that we used to do and yep. for the tips for the magazine. And I can remember on a couple of occasions, the the audio didn't work properly, and there was one time where my I was recording it with my phone, and my phone overheated in the middle of the. <laughs> no. Had to go. He had to go get his phone or Jake's phone or something. I mean, it yeah. was a gong show. I mean, you talk about embarrassing. Well, that's the that's the downfall. People have to realize, um, you know, when we and I'm, I'm this is hot for me right now because obviously I'm packing right now, and you know I'm always trying to take as much equipment and redundancy equipment with me from yeah. a photography standpoint audio standpoint so forth people always wonder oh why don't you just have one camera well guess what because this happens. happens yeah why do you need extra cards why do you need extra tripods why do you need because guess what things happen and they will always happen yeah um and you can't avoid it and unfortunately you know you got to be prepared for it and hey um that's that's life in the in media business right it is indeed it is indeed you got it all right, well, let's talk some fall golf, Mr. Yes, McLeod. Uh, I love this time of year. Yeah. Um, well, I guess is... that's the first That's the first yeah. thing right away. Do you like this time of year? I do right? like this time of year a lot. Um, you know, and there's a number of reasons for that. But the, uh, uh, you know, the big, the big thing for me this time of year is um, the type of golf that I tend to play in the fall when I play. It's just, a, it's a, I don't give a crap. 
uh, how I play or what's going on. I'm just out here enjoying the last just little appreci- bits of appreciation golf. for what you're getting to yeah, do before um, it's gone. Right? It's October. Um, I mean, to look outside right now, it's October, and like even the Paint Challenge Cup this week. I mean. Mm-hmm gorgeous weather in october yeah, i mean i know it's early october but still and you never know when that's gonna when, when it's gonna go away yeah so you're just like oh, i that's, just gotta get another <laughs> get another nine in another four holes in another 18 in. you know it's gorgeous and you now if you're if you are fortunate enough um in fall uh in the fall to be able to play a golf course um that has a lot of um a lot of trees foliage, yeah. a lot of foliage yeah. um it can be absolutely the most breathtaking yeah used to play golf uh with all the changing the colors before the leaves all drop because once the leaves drop then it looks it looks like a barren wasteland and all the leaves are all over the ground and you're playing the leaf rule before they drop yeah that's when it really looks and and i think the really cool part is the aspect of the multitude of colors so Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is that you know during the year everything gets green the trees are green you know everything seems to be one shade yeah and then when you get to the fall maybe it's the long grass that's dormant and it gets a little you know brown and then you've got greens you can Mm -hmm. contrast you get 42 million different colors in in the trees and i think that's what makes it sort of pop it's that contrast that you know, yeah. between each other. And then, and you get that sort of richness, richness of, of the colors. And especially when you get a, you know, a sunny day when the sun's coming off that and so forth. And yeah, I experienced that on Sunday. I, I mean, I probably would have played 36 if we hadn't had punch greens at our, at our golf course. And I didn't really want to go, you know, putting over that again, yeah. but it, it just, you know, what a, what a walk. And as you said, I mean, that's really what it's about. It's about going out there and, and, you know, first off it's realizing, man, the summer went fast. Yeah. Uh, Second, it's realizing that how many more days am I going to have of these? And you're right. It's the appreciation and knowing that, you know what? It doesn't really matter if I don't hit the shot as well as I do or I miss that putt. Uh, I'm still here and I'm getting to experience this. And I, I think there's sort of a just something that's a little bit more uh, natural about that where you're just, you know, it's a gratitude of being, you know, you're still, you're still playing. And, and oh yeah. And it's scramble season too. Um, yes. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, that kind sure. of has already started a little bit September as you, it's, it's like, it's like, okay, there's cup season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is generally sort of that mid to late September is cup season where all of the team events are happening through the month of September. But once cup season is sort of wound down, then you start to see all of the uh, fall scrambles start mm. to, to crop up. Yeah. Um, a lot and, of courses uh, host them because obviously, yeah. you know, if, if they're down in play or the weather's poor, you know, people will come out to play in a scramble. Right. It, it's 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 getting to those formats where it's less uh, it's less about uh, your individual. Yeah, exactly. That too. It's less about your individual play. You still have to play, you know, individually. Yeah. You have to do well. Um, but it's sort of going, oh, OK, we have different formats. I mean, you and I, you know, we've talked about it before. Go a lot of, you know, we do a lot of fall road trips yeah. uh weather terrible i mean oh, we yeah. played so through a lot of post and and <laughs> uh, pre-hurricane weather before on a lot of those trips. post what, and, about, and what during, about during <laughs> yeah and uh you know a lot of those times uh because it's fall we'll just say you know what let's just play a match like let's not worry about you know whether you shoot 72 or, or yeah. 85 um, you know, double beats triple. You won the hole. You know what I mean? It's it, 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 so yeah. you, you become a little bit more accepting of it. I think that makes it more interesting. Uh, I know for myself, I I still you know, although I walk most of the time, anyways, I still try to make sure I walk in the fall. I might have a few less clubs in my bag. I might just say, oh, let's be a little bit more creative. Let's play off a forward tee, or let's have half the set. Or yeah, grab hey, the little quiver a, bag, throw yeah, a few exactly. clubs in it, and, yeah. and I'll go bring out my play. old clubs. I'll bring out my hickory. You know, it's just something different because again you're not you're not grinding away like you might be at the start of the year where you're going man i want to shoot my lowest score yeah i want to get my cap down i want to yeah, you know yeah. i want to get the in, get lower my index you know because i want to be in i want to get into the a division or whatever yeah. the case may be um the other thing that is cool is to change up the change up the format of the game you know even even further to that you know whether you play match play or play a you know your normal four group or a group of four guys that go out or four women that go out and play together play a scramble Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take takes the pressure off a lot. Um, play a one club challenge or a yeah. two club challenge. Grab a putter and a, and a and one other club, and you just 
and three balls in your pocket yeah, and, and go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it doesn't you put the scorecard away and just go out and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I love I, to do. I mean, I generally put the scorecard away anyway when I play, but I'm the I'm the ex- the exception to the rule. Uh not well, the I think norm. more people need to do that. I, I think they they overpunish themselves a little bit too much. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I've seen some great stuff over the years and and uh, you know, I love seeing people go, you know what? I'm a casual golfer. Um, you know, I've seen golfers, you know, they mark the scorecard with emojis, you know, <laughs> you know, how do I feel about that whole, <laughs> or like, just because like again, that. it doesn't matter. It's just sort of the experience. Right. Um, and, and people will probably enjoy the game more. There's nothing worse. And, you know, I'm not going to throw a friend under the bus, but I mean, you know, I'll generally sometimes play at a, at a one golf Ontario event early in the year and I'll play with this other media guy. And I always tell him nonstop, like, like, dude, why? It's the second round of the year. It's you know not great weather. You know, you know the event at, at Wooden mm-hmm. Sticks, and he'll be like, he'll be like, grind. Would you would you shoot and would you score? And he's got a pencil and he's worried about. It. And I'll be like, dude, like seriously, like you're yeah. judging yourself. You haven't hit a golf ball in five months, and you're gonna judge your enjoyment of the day based on the score, whether you think or you're going to or not. You will. Mm-hmm. You yep. will make the judgment of how you enjoy the day. Just sit back and enjoy it. You get the time to play with friends and whatever. I know you want to work on your game, but sure. you can now hit a couple different time. shots. But the thing is, you're not going to hit every shot perfectly. So, you know, just, just enjoy it. And chances are, it, let someone else score. And I bet you, you actually score better because you're just enjoying yourself. So, you know, fall is important that way. Now, that said, you know, leading into it, you know, if you do want to play better in the fall, there's yeah. definitely some things you should start to look at from an adjustment wise because it is different weather conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your equipment, the equipment side of things. I mean, you kind of gets overlooked a little bit that you think that, uh, that, you know, and spring, the spring's the same way. Yeah, so whether spring, you look yeah, at spring sure. and fall yeah. is kind of similar, yeah. similar in how that equipment uh, can be set up. But, you know, Scott, what are the, I mean, obviously clothing is a big thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I, I see a lot of people, um, maybe they don't, they want to extend the season, but maybe they don't invest in in what they're going to wear. You know, mm-hmm. they they basically, uh, you'll see them go from straight wearing a golf shirt to a, basically a parka. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they yeah. don't really have an in-between. But the thing is now we have to realize that there's a lot of uh, performance equipment that's available as far as clothing is concerned. Um, you know, layer up. You know, the thing is, the temperatures can go up and down. We know, we know just, you know, earlier mm-hmm. this week in the Pink Challenge Cup, you know, it starts cool in the morning, but it heats up by the afternoon. And, and what have we always said, Scott, anytime that anytime we've talked to anybody about this or even playing ourselves, it, it is a lot easier to cool down. Oh, yeah. Than it is to get warm. Once you're cold. Yeah, forget it. You you're can put all you can yeah. add all the layers of clothing on after the yeah. fact that you want. Once yeah. you're cold and it's in your body. Yeah. It's not, it's going to take a long time for your body to warm back up. You know, anybody that's yeah. ever been outside and been really, really cold and comes inside and sits by the fire and you realize how long it takes your body to heat back up again. Yeah. If you start by layering up and you start with that base layer, yeah. you know, that really thin base layer, and then you have a, kind of a maybe a layer. vest on sure. uh, yeah. or you have a golf shirt on and then you have a vest on and then you have a quarter zip pullover on top of that. And then maybe yeah. a, a wind jacket or or a rain jacket on top yeah, of that, and you start to think, "Oh, yeah." Well, I'm I'm starting to get a little warm. Well, you peel yeah. off the jacket, peel off a layer, yeah, and then you just keep peeling and peeling and peeling until you're just bare chested walking around a golf course looking like a dummy. <laughs> well, I don't know if it'll get that. Can't far, do anything about it if it turns 42 yeah. degrees out when you thought it was only going to be 18. Yeah, and the thing is, we you know we've got the advantage now um, with you know sports clothing material that's you know come over to the golf side of it. So you know you can get stuff that's as you mentioned thin, not bulky. It's got some flexibility to it, the flexibility you need to play golf. Uh, and as you said, just starting with a base layer is really good. You can add another layer that's kind of cooler, kind of ventilated, add a little warmer layer on the outside of that. You can alternate back and forth uh, as opposed to, you know, and again, I'm not against like a, a hoodie, but if somebody goes from just like a t-shirt and then puts on a big heavy hoodie, there's kind of nowheres in between. You're either going to be no. hot or you're cold. So, you know, get kind of get those layers in there, um, you know, have some standard. I mean, you can buy a base layer piece that you can use for over and over again. Yeah. Uh, for for over the years so you know you may only use it a couple of times a year or whatever but you know put it to the one side of your closet and away you go um i I find a lot of people as well uh you know 
rain pants or like thermo series pants. There's a couple of co different companies that have kind of lined uh, pants now that you can wear. Uh, you can put them over top of your regular pants or whatever. They're a good option as well to keep your lower body warm, yep. which I find if you keep your lower body warm, you'll, you'll stay warmer overall. Um, get out of the low socks, get into something a little bit higher. Um, they're just really small things, but they yep. kind of make a difference. And again, there's tons of options out there and, and we're going to have some more on this actually as we head into the fall here uh, i'm working on some content with some different fall pieces and stuff like that um you know maybe you don't get them now maybe you put them on your shopping list for the holiday season uh, and you suggest to people that you know maybe want to gift you some golf stuff that you know here's something that i can use for kind of a long time hey it may be as much as a, uh, you know uh, it could be uh, a lined pair of uh, golf pants that go over top of your other ones that mm -hmm. you only have out a few times a year yeah. yeah. So, you know, again, it, it can be something that's just really universal. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a wild, crazy colors. You can keep it really simple so that it's timeless a little bit more. Uh, and just that layering kind of makes a big difference. And you have lots of options yeah. there. And toque. Get a toque. And a toque. Yeah. Toque. Get a toque Remember, on there. Heat hat. escapes through your head. Yeah, you get a you get a lot of uh, just people just don't warm that part of their body. So, yeah. um, you know, you'll see a lot of it uh, for you know again the fall scrambles. You see a lot of players that are out yeah. uh, out making use of that, and and uh, it's great. And then you know we get down to maybe the lower parts of our body. Well, you know, you're going to change the talking shoes. about our shoes. Flip yeah. the shoes around a little bit. It gets. I mean, it does get really muddy, mm -hmm. uh, soft, wet, yeah. Yeah. slippery. Uh, traction's uh, super important, um, especially on uneven lies not such a big i mean even on a flat lie you can slip out pretty easily and i mean you know if you slip out you slip out that back foot on the um during your golf swing sometimes the ball can take off in some awfully crazy directions uh so you know you might want to look at switching out to a maybe a different type of shoe uh mm -hmm. for the uh for the fall months um yeah yeah a lot of people will have uh you know they'll have shoes that are more we'll call them a summer shoe uh, they don't quite have the same level of waterproofing. They're more for like those nice, hot, sunny days. Uh, you know, again, spikeless people will think, oh, yeah, these are great. They're super comfy. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, as soon as the ground goes from firm and dry to soft and wet, your level of traction and level of friction with the ground changes a lot. So you need to kind of regain that a bit. So now, as, style, you, as stylish as it might be, oh, I know, I know wearing the do. canvas all-stars <laughs> when it's wet out, it's just not going to cut it. I'm sorry. It's not going to cut it. Don't name names. But we'll, the yeah. vans at home. Yeah. Don't put those on. You're yeah. still going to look cool. If you cool care with about it. performance. Yeah. If you, if you just want to look good and you don't care if you're fine. sliding around like you're yeah. playing golf on ice. Yeah. Uh, uh, in running shoes, then yeah. go for it. But if you care <laughs> yeah. at all about your game and scoring, you know, deal with the part that's touching the ground the most. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about performance. So it, it's people that are wanting to score well. It's it's people that all of a sudden, you know, they're playing and they're like, man, why is my score escalating in, in the fall? You know, obviously it's going to be windier and stuff like that, but you know, conditions change by a fair bit. So that has an impact on your performance. And, yeah. and, you know, unfortunately, you know, you're going to have to adjust with lots of other things that you're doing. So, uh, but yeah, shoes is a, is a big one. Yes. Style is great. And yeah, we might've witnessed that this week. We saw somebody with the, the high top converse on, which, Hey, looking good, but yeah, uh, you look great. But, look great. Uh, how's that? How's that scoring working out? So wasn't so uh, bad yesterday, but I got the sneezy jeebies going. Oh, <laughs> sorry, no cough button. <laughs> Not that if you're watching it on video and you can see me sneezing anyway, so it is what I'll, it is. I'll edit that out for you. All right, so <laughs> so some of the equipment. Yeah. Now there's not a whole lot that the average person can do um, with their equipment that they have, have been using all summer long because you're not necessarily going to make a whole lot of adjustments to mm -hmm. to your equipment, but there are some things you, you can change. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, not everybody's got the luxury of, um, you know, switching out and having backup clubs and so forth. But, you know, if, if they do and they do have an option, again, this might be a case of you keep something for the fall or the spring. Yeah, uh, maybe you keep a wedge that has a little bit more bounce. Uh, you know, it's just going to basically work through the turf a little bit better and, and not going to get cut or stuck in the in kind of the wet ground and so forth. Um, you know, a lot of people here, 
you know, if they get grew or wedges or whatever, that are not even new yeah. and you get wet turf or wet turf that the, you know, the golf ball is interacting with that all of a sudden, you know, you get a lot of moisture on the face. Um, you know, you're going to get a lot of flyers. You're going to get high balls that are flying high so forth. So, you know, got to pay attention to that for sure. Uh, and again, it may be a case of, Hey, you know what? Um, I've worked my way through the year. Um, I'm looking to, to do a new wedges for next year. Hey, why don't I get them now? And yep. that'll make it a little bit better. You got to remember too, there's manufacturers now, multiple ones, you know, that are using different types of finishes on the, on the faces of their wedges, um, basically to help keep the moisture down for sure. Um, so to make sure that, you know, you're basically uh, getting as much friction as possible, uh, in the different situation, as I said, not everybody's going to have the option to all of a sudden, um, you know, deal with, you know, more bounce to deal with maybe softer turf or so forth. But if you do have the option and, and if you don't consider, you know, maybe just using more of your wedges that are designed, um, with more bounce on them, but maybe yeah. have less loft. So, you know, if you play a 50, a 48 or a 54 and a 58, Maybe hit a few more of your wedge shots is with your 54. Yes, where exactly. you have a shallower angle of attack, you have a little bit more bounce on it. So, you know, you're not sitting there going, yes, I'm going to spend another $200 on another lob wedge. But just go to a different type shot in order to hit hit the shot that you need to do. Now, now we're talking about um, this time of the year, and we're talking about things being a little softer. We're also talking about the distance that you're going to hit the mm, ball, particularly yeah. off the tee or with or yeah. with some of your lofted fairway woods. Now, people need to understand, those that do understand, understand, and you don't really need to listen to this, so you can mute us if you want, or you can just listen for the fun of it. Um, but generally speaking, when you carry the ball a long way during the summer, your ball will fly high, it'll come down out of the, out of the air softer, and mm -hmm. it won't get very little roll, but it will carry further. When you hit the ball lower, the ball will generally come out of the air sooner. And then when it hits the ground, it hits the ground and gets a little bit more roll. Well, if you play that sort of philosophy in the fall or in the early spring, the low shot that you're hitting, because it's coming out of the air sooner, is also going to stop yeah. at the same distance that the person that's hitting the ball higher and carrying it yeah. further. And they might actually get more distance because... They carry it 250, and in the summer, they'll carry it 250 and roll it out to 255, mm. whereas in the summer, you're carrying it 230 and rolling it to 260. You know, um, in the fall, if you're carrying it 230, you're hitting it 230. Yeah. And the guy that's – the person that's hitting it, carrying it 250 is hitting it 250. Now, yeah. cold temperatures make a difference in the carry distance. It but, does. But it's still relative. You're going to hit it shorter. If you're a low ball hitter – you're not getting any roll. You're going to yep. hit it shorter. So, so you have these adjustable clubs now. Yes, right. You know, it's yes, it might change your spin rates. Yes, it might alter sure. some things, but you're going to hit it higher, which yep. means you're going to get more carry and ultimately more distance. Yeah, so you consider a little bit more loft in those adjustable clubs that you've got. Um, put yourself in a situation as well of, of you know making choices. Maybe you maybe you're a player that alternates between a hybrid and, and a long iron, and sometimes you you know have one in the bag over the other. This is the time to get that hybrid in yeah. the bag. Um, so yeah, I mean when we look to that fall, you know as we talked about with the golf shoes, you're probably not going to have as much balance. You might slip a little bit or, or so forth. So maybe you need a little extra club because you're not going to be as accurate as far as your striking is concerned. Um, and as you mentioned, you can get windy conditions, so forth. You're probably going to have to hit some different shots than you do in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And don't be upset with all of a sudden, you know, your driving distance in October, like I'm hitting it nowhere. Um, well, guess what? There's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, so either you have to make as many adjustments as you can with the clubs or the equipment that you're using or you have to accept that those changes are happening and you have to adjust how you play to go with that so and if you're not familiar as far as you know what your actual carry yardage is uh and how how things like uh loft can change it how temperature can change it, so forth you know what maybe you need to you know jump on a launch monitor and see i mean i know for for an example with you know trackman and many other launch monitors we can jump on, we can, we can normalize it and set the temperature 
and basically see what the difference can be in the difference mm -hmm. in the temperature. But you can also see optimization as far as trajectory and so forth. So, um, yeah, you've got the advantage now with adjustable golf clubs, you know, be it hybrids, fairway woods, uh, you know, or drivers, for an example, to play around with that a little bit. So don't be shy about getting that wrench out that, you know, you've got hidden in your bag or you've got <laughs> everybody's got 10 of those drawer, darn things. Yeah, in a drawer someplace <clears throat> uh, and make a little bit of adjustments to help you deal with the differing conditions. If, if the conditions have differed a fair bit at your golf course at this time of year. And now here's one last uh, adjustment that you can make. To help you with your distance off the tee uh, during the wet season, fall season, or whatever. Um, simple solution, and all it involves is your feet. Walk to the next tee deck. Okay. Walk to the next tee deck up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know what uh, next you know what I, mean? I was thinking. Next... I was thinking about the next hole. If, like, if, yeah, if you're, you're usually right. playing, the, if you're usually playing the back, yeah. the back deck. Yeah, walk to the next great, deck great up, advice, and that'll yeah. automatically adjust your yeah. distance without having to do anything to your equipment. If you yeah, don't want to change real, anything, just yeah, real simple. simple. Yeah, and honestly, I've I've voice. done it numerous, numerous times myself this time of year, and I do it yeah. in season two. Is I, I my I have no ego when it comes to this game. Yeah, move none. On. I could care less. I will walk up and play off of the the most forward deck if I feel like it, just for the heck of it. Sure. Um, I used to do it when my boys were a lot younger. Yeah. And they didn't hit it very far back then. And I would walk up and play off the purple tee that's in the middle of the fairway. And I just adjust by hitting an iron yeah, um, or a hybrid off the tee yeah, or whatever. Just, just enjoy it. Now just I like to walk up it. there so I can beat them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. But it is true. That is a simple adjustment. I mean, if that if the weather is, you know, in, inclement and, and yeah. the wind is up there or whatever you know, it digs right into that fall philosophy of just enjoying it more and trying different formats. Go up and play some forward tees or try some different tees. Absolutely. Um, you know, Absolutely. be a little bit more social. And as you're right, uh, get away from those, you know, maybe those back tees or, you know, if you're not hitting it, if you're hitting it 20 yards less, well, guess what? Easy solution. Move Absolutely. You know, I, I've noticed forward. that golf bags these <laughs> days have a ton of pockets, ton more pockets, ton more room for storage. It's yeah. very easy just to take your ego and put it in one of those pockets before yeah, you play idea. golf. Good idea. You know, I like that. And you can take it out when you're done. <laughs> like or you can just leave it in there if you have a really big uh, ego. All good. I don't know. All good. All fall right. good. Is that what you said? Yeah. Fall, fall good. good. Exactly. Fall, fall good. good. Looking forward right. to some more fall golf the uh, rest of the year. Hopefully we got a game in. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're trying. We're, we're trying. It's struggling. just. We're, we're we're working on it. It was at least we got in a cart together for uh, for yes. a day. Yeah. Which was <laughs> now, good. now we'll try to yeah. maybe put the clubs on the back of the cart the next time and. Let's and, try uh, that. Get some I'm going to get some in. golf in, so I'm going to I'm going to get to play yes, a little bit. You are off week. to uh, Nova Cabot, Scotia, Cabot, Cape Breton. You're yeah. playing Cabot. Uh, you're playing the Cliffs. And, are you playing Cliffs and Links? Yeah, playing. And you're playing and the Nest too. And the Nest. So yeah, our uh, good friends at Adidas, obviously a great partner for us with the Flagstick Open. Yeah, um, they've extended an invitation. Going to go out and see some new product as well. Beautiful. Test out some uh, new rain gear, warm weather gear. Although it's going to be nice weather again. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing some of the team there. Going to do some interviews, capture a bunch of content. Uh, there's a bunch of other people that are there as well some influencers and so forth going to try to get some you know some video social media stuff in and things with them so you know pay attention to our socials as well for that um and certainly we'll follow up here on the uh, on the podcast and, and uh, talk a little bit more about that perfect all right um as we get out of here i do want to remind you uh, that uh, we have the free Flagstick Digest newsletter that you can subscribe to uh, totally free at flagstick.com. News, information, more direct to your inbox. And right now, yes, right now, if you if you sign up, you subscribe for free, you have a chance to win an autograph. Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley cap. Hat. Yep. Um, hat it's a real signature. Xander. It's not a yep. fake. It is yep. the real deal. And you have a chance to win that. And all you have to do is get over to flagstick.com and yeah. sign up. And don't worry if you're already signed up for the newsletter, yeah. you're, you're, eligible. you're eligible as well. So we're not, we're not kicking you to the curb because we love you. Yes, um, 100%. So with that, I say, um, I bid you adieu. <laughs> uh, you can say goodbye to the Ping Challenge Cup, Scott, as you look at it for one more time. Well, As 12 months, yeah. the next 12 months, it will be right you. where right where it is. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, gosh. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, Metcalf Golf Club, Castleview Golf Club, and our presenting sponsor this week, Canadian Pro Shop Online. With amazing prices on all the latest brand-name golf equipment, all in one convenient location online. It's never been easier to upgrade your game, whether it's drivers, irons, putters, or whatever your golf game needs. The Canadian Pro Shop Online has the best gear to help you play your best golf. Shop online today at thecanadianproshoponline.com. I do hope you've been enjoying what you're hearing and listening to. Be sure to follow us across all the social media networks, Instagram, X, Facebook, um, TikTok, and subscribe on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Do not miss a single episode of us on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us. Click the notification bell. Uh, get over to flagstick.com, of course, for more amazing golf content delivered to you every single day and sign up for that newsletter, Win the Hat. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Until next week, I am Jeff Botter. And I'm Scott McLeod. Remember, always go for the stick.